Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hi. What up? Episode three. Uh, raise your glass. All to right. Repiso- rep- to episode three. <laughs> <laughs> to episode three. Clinkies. Clinkies. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Ew. <coughs> yeah, that's what you get for trying to make a slurp noise. <coughs> Stupid. <coughs> Good job. I'm back. I know, I'm back. I've got it. Um, I'm Andrea. I'm Tom. We're both pain. The pains. We are the We're pains. The pains. <laughs> We're married, as you probably know at this point. Yeah. So. And if you don't know, now you know. Or maybe you just skipped the first two episodes, so go back. Good for you. No. But go back and listen to the first two. We'll get better. We're trying. Uh, I guess to start, this is episode three and we've already gotten some ratings and reviews and it's making us so flippin' happy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so we just wanted to kind of do a little shout out to some people who've given us reviews already. Well, via your screen name because we don't don't, don't know. It's very anonymous. Yeah, we don't really know who you are, but we're still very excited. Right, so uh, the first, our first review ever comes from Montgomery Zest. Thank you. And the, and what he says, or she said was, this podcast changed my life. So that's fun. Appreciate you. I don't know if that's a true story, but I hope I hope so. it changed your life for the stranger. Yeah. And then I'm going to shout out to Grunt number 42. Mm. Thank you for your review. Meta Metal Drum Her. Thank sure. you. Yeah. Him or her or he or and whatever. Good drum job. What, drum whatever you got to, man. Glitter Dragon. You Glitter sound beautiful. Dragon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. AOP Rainbow. What's good? Appreciate you. Love rainbows. Mm-hmm. Burger Girl 92. I'm, I'm I also love a some burger burgers. Girl. Yeah. Thanks for that. Got- Fools underscore C. Okay. Appreciate you. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, MZs 41890 and a million other numbers. I'm sorry. I'm not going to read them all because it was a lot. Because it's just get fewer. But thank you for your review. Your positive review. Yeah, yeah. And lastly, Nanya Nanyo. Thank y'all, man. That's awesome. It's cool that we yeah, man. We're just excited to have any reviews at all at this point. And for them to all be positive is beyond So far so good. Smooth sailing, right? Yeah. If you really still don't really know where to listen to us, you can listen to us at our we have a website. Where you can listen to us, which is we drink and we know things dot com. We drink and we know things dot com. Easy. And then you just navigate to the podcast page. You can listen to any of our episodes, and there's also little blurbs and some extra content about each episode yeah. on the website as Pictures well. Pictures so of pretty our fun, yeah. cool faces. And yeah, stuff. and as we move forward, some of some like additional information about our podcasts will actually be in the show notes on the website. So. You can also find us on iTunes, which I feel like most people probably, that's where you probably listen to. You know, if you have that little podcast app on your phone, you, you just you go it. and just look up We Drink and We Know Things. Ampersand. We Drink Ampersand We Know Things. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. And bam. You should be able to find us on there. And we are currently waiting on approval from Google. Approval from Google. We're getting there and we want to make it, you know, a, a, our podcast available to Anybody and everybody 
not just people with iPhones and not just, you know. Oh, oh also, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, also, really quickly, if you guys want to email us, like if we biff it, because sometimes we drink and we biff things just as much as we drink and we know things. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can email us at we drink and we know things podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And we would love and we would love any feedback. Uh, that would be awesome. So feel free to email us. Feel free to leave us reviews on iTunes, comments on our website. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Bam. Twitter. At we drink and we know things. Pretty well on yeah, yeah give or take. We're working on, on consistency. We're working on <laughs> <laughs> Give or take, you know, but every social media is three different. If you search us, names. you'll probably be able to find us. Yeah, but we try to post blurps and this and that on Instagram, whatever new mostly episodes, burps. whatever. Just, just burps. Just burps. That's weird. Just mostly videos of me burping. Ba ba Okay, so you ready to get into it? I guess I'm like, like, get. I'm ready. I'm gonna start. Yeah, it's your turn. Because you, I went first, and then you went first, and now I'm going to go first. Yeah. We don't know if we're always going to do it that way, but that's how we're doing it right now. Yeah, we don't know the format. Things could change over time. I think I think yeah. that's the fun thing about doing no this. Rules is like, here. Yeah, fuck the rules. Fuck, fuck shoes. Fuck the man. Yeah. What are we drinking? Same shit. Same, Same shit, shit we, we always, always drink. drink. Yeah. Yeah. Franzia, Pinot, Pinot Grigio. Grigio. No, on, we're not Franzia. bummed about it. It's still great. Come on, Francia. Drop. You know, come on. You know what I'm saying? It's free plugs here. It's still great. It's you get still a, You get a great. shitload of wine. In a box. How many? Fits in the fridge. Proper. A lot of li- well, five some, liters. Sometimes it doesn't fit. But also, liters confusing because most folks in America deal with like ounces, like pints and cups and stuff. Liters. Liters. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what the fuck. It's a, a lot of wine. Is, yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for a story? I'm ready. Okay. So the last two episodes, I I did kind of. I don't really even know. You know, fa- like, like factual lists. facts, I guess, yeah. more or less. Yeah, like a list of, a list of things. So this time I'm t- I'm giving you one story. One story. Okay. To rule them all. Yeah. So th- I'm gonna tell you about the murder of Tim McLean. Okay. And he was murdered by Vincent Lee. Okay. That sounds like a bad guy. This shit is. Fucking crazy. That's all I gotta say. I'm gonna take a sip of wine. Let's start. My turbis keeping it cold. Alright. So I'm gonna just... I'm diving in. Do I'm it, man. gonna just fucking... I'm leaping off the edge. Okay. That's the only way to do things sometimes. So, just to begin, I'm gonna tell you just a little brief... All I could find about our victim, who is Tim McLean. Okay. Okay? Right. He was born on October 3rd, 1985... He was oh, in, shit, so this is a recent story. 1985, he's a young guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, well, that was when he was born. Whew. Yeah. He was an active athlete, a beloved son, father, brother, and uncle. Ooh, okay? shit. Okay. He had a large extended family, and apparently he was known as an, adventure, an adventurous person who just loved traveling and meeting new people. And, you know, he he ended up taking up employment with a carnival. <laughs> yes, I know. A carnival. Yeah. That's okay. He's a carny. We're not going to judge this guy because... Steve Rogers went to the carnival. did. He's the guy who gets murdered. So we're not even going to... Yeah, you're right. We're you're not right, even right. going to judge him. I would have gone to the carnival. So, <laughs> he took up employment as a carnival employee in 2008. Okay. And he was returning home on a Greyhound bus 1170 through Saskatchewan 
Hmm. He had boarded the bus earlier in the day around noon and sat in the rear one row ahead of the restroom. Okay, that's all I'm going to give you about this guy. So he got on the bus like hella early. He got on the bus. Well, it's a Greyhound, so. Oh, something like. That's in that. That's in comparison to what else. I'm going to tell you, I literally don't have much about him, which is sad because uh-huh. he's the murder victim. And I wish I could give you more of a background about, you know, who he was. and. He's a talented dude that joined the carnival and he was heading home. That's what we know. Pretty much. Man. Yeah. And I, I had. On something else I was reading or listening to earlier, I know that his family was knew he was heading home uh-huh. from the carnival, the you know, yeah. to come home, and they were like, let us pay for you, you know, to get on a flight or whatever, and he was like, no, 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 I'm just going to take the bus, I love taking the bus, I'm fine with it, I'm going to take the bus. So he, you know. This is something he wanted to do. Take the bus home. Okay. Damn. That's all you get about... A murder victim. That's all we so, know about him. Yeah, and I couldn't even... I wanted to find more about him, and I couldn't. I wonder what he did in the carnival. I don't know. That'd be interesting to know. <clears throat> I bet he was a bad man. I bet he was dope. Whatever it was, I bet he was Let's sick hope. with it. Yeah, I bet he was the, Okay. He stole the show. I bet you stole the show, bro. Vincent Lee. Huh. Who is Vincent Lee? We know he's our murderer. He sounds, he sounds like a villain. He was born in China on April 30th. 1968. Okay. So a fair bit older than our guy. uh Yeah. In 92, he graduated from the University of Wuhan Institute of Technology with a Bachelor of Science degree in computers. From 94 to 98, he worked in Beijing as a computer software engineer. Damn. And in 2001, he immigrated to Canada from China. There's also been, like, different, like, I saw there was different news paper articles that also said that they mistakenly maybe reported that he immigrated in 2004. So I don't really know the exact year. It might have been 2001. Somewhere probably between 2001 and 2004. I couldn't find a distinct year when he... When he officially... Immigrated to China. Oh, fuck. To Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He became a Canadian citizen in 2006. Okay. That's when he graduated high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God, yeah. A long fucking time ago. He worked in Winnipeg at Grant Memorial Church for six months to support his wife, Anna, or Anna. And or... she is she still abroad, or? Is no, she with she's him? with him. Oh, she's with him. I think she's up. with him. I think she's with him. Uh, so he was at a church, mm-hmm. and the pastor of that church was named Tom Castor. Same. He was the one who hired Lee. And he said that he seemed happy, you know, to have a job. And he was committed to, you know, his job doing well. This, he did have a language barrier. As which you do. He felt like maybe frustrated him a little bit uh, with other congregation members. But he, oh, but the pastor said they had a really patient staff. And he seemed to really respond well to the staff. And even though he was kind of frustrated, like, the staff was really supported, you uh-huh. know, and... And kind of helps. So he's accepted that. where he is. Which yeah. Is... So the pastor caster. Pastor caster. Oh my god! I just hey. He literally his name is Pastor Caster. Pastor caster. That's obnoxious. Uh, uh, uh that's my favorite that's thing. Really obnoxious. The good pastor caster. He said that castle made out of plaster. <laughs> Sorry. He said that Lee <laughs> did not show any signs of anger issues or any other, you know, trouble. But then he did end up quitting in 2005. So he also worked as a 
forklift operator in Winnipeg after he quit the church. Okay. And while his his wife was working as a waitress. So, yeah, she was definitely with him. Okay, She was yeah, working yeah, yeah. as a waitress. And then he moved to Edin- Edmonton in 2006, which I guess is that that's when he became a citizen, which I had just okay, previously okay. said. When I had said he became a citizen, but he was already living in He's already He in didn't Canada. become a citizen in two, until 2006. But in 2006, when he moved to Edmonton, he just, like, abruptly left his wife in Winnipeg. She later joined him, but he was just like, I'm going to Winnipeg, going to get this job, bye. like, bye. and she was like, all right, I guess I'll follow you. Yeah. I'll see you in, when I can. You know, bye, it's bye. so weird. Yeah, and sometimes that's how shit has to happen, though. So his job <clears throat> there included service at a Walmart, a fast food restaurant, a newspaper delivery. Damn, and this guy's got like a, yeah, he's, he's got, got a huge good, education, right. yeah. But I wonder why. I guess there's also a language barrier. Maybe yeah, he can't, for sure. you know, he's he's not fluent he's not enough fluent yet. Enough for it to, I don't know. Man. When he worked at the newspaper delivery, his boss described him as reliable, hardworking, and not showing any signs of trouble. So, right. but, you know, he was really just working hard and really, you know, getting along. Just doing it. Just hustling. Yeah. Four weeks before the murder, uh, he was fired from the Walmart following a disagreement with other employees. And shortly before the incident, Lee asked for time off from his delivery job to go to Winnipeg for a job interview. So there's obviously some turmoil going on as far with his job. Sure. You know, right before the shit I'm about to tell you. Okay. So I know I'm kind of all over the place. Sure. But I wanted to give you as always much a background. Bit. Well, I'm always all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. But I wanted to give you like a little bit of background before I jumped into stuff you okay. know because yeah. we have two different people here and you know strangers us. yeah yeah so at 12.05 p.m july 28th in edmonton lee boarded a greyhound bus that was headed for winnipeg okay okay on july 29th around 6 p.m he got off the bus in erickson manitoba with at least three pieces of luggage and stayed the night on a bench okay okay next to a grocery store okay 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 sorry i'm not trying to rustle my papers according to one witness he was seen at 3 a.m sitting bolt upright with eyes wide open i find that so creepy Creepy, like like at a at at a train station no on just like a bench Uh, oh he's not oh shit that is fucked up scary with multiple pieces of luggage by himself. It's just, just 3 a.m. Just like, ah. Yeah, it's creepy. Okay. Then on the morning of July 30th, he was still at the bench. He apparently sold his new laptop computer to a 15-year-old boy named Darren Beatty, Betty, for $60. Oh, so he's going through something. Okay, so, I mean, he's, yeah. That's, he's... I'm just giving you, like, a little bit of, like, a... Yeah. Uh, what happened before? I'm gonna tell sure. you what happened. Let's do it. Okay. Don't look at my paper. Don't don't read what happened. Okay. Don't don't you cheat. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. You have so. no idea what's about to come. Like I think you literally don't even know. We'll see. You already you don't know anything no, about I this, no do you? No, I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, cool. At twelve oh one PM on July thirtieth, two thousand eight. Okay. Tim McLean, that's the guy I told you about. Yep. The the that's Carney guy, yeah. He was returning home from Manitoba after working at a fair in Alberta. Okay. 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 He departed Edmonton <laughs> okay. on board 
Greyhound bus 1170 to Winnipeg. We know who else is on that. We all know who else is on that Greyhound. Vincent Lee. So uh, Tim sat at the rear of the bus about like one row ahead of the toilet. Uh-huh. So he was like at the back of the bus. Yeah. At 6.55, the bus departed from a stop in Erickson, Manitoba, with a new passenger, Vincent Lee. Bum, bum, bum. Lee was described as a tall man in his 40s with a shaved head and sunglasses. Uh-huh. He originally sat near the front of the bus, but moved to sit next to McLean following a scheduled rest stop. McLean barely acknowledged Lee, so our guy in the yeah, seat, yeah, he, right? just, he barely yeah. was like, oh, whatever, this guy's fucking moving like, back here. from the carnival, I don't care. I'm tired, you're moving back here, whatever. And then fell asleep against the window with his headphones in his ear. Because so, he's just heading home. Because, you know, when, you're, when you're just, like, chilling on a bus, you don't, you're not, yeah. you don't get, okay, you're going to sit next to me, you might be weirdo, but I'm not, I have headphones in my ear, I'm not going to acknowledge you. Yeah. So, yeah, he Part was, like, was like, blah, and didn't acknowledge this guy and just right. fell, like, asleep against the window. Okay. He's snoozing. According to witnesses, Tim was sleeping with his headphones on when the man sitting next to him suddenly pulled out a large knife and began stabbing what? McLean in the neck and chest. Jesus! What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Just wait. How much worse? What the fuck? The bus driver pulled to the side of the road so that, you know, he could get all the fucking passengers yeah. out. Like, what, the, what fuck? the fuck? I hear, you know, they are healing screaming. What the fuck is whatever. the only thought that I have in my brain right now, by and, the way? you know, he's hearing, the bus driver's hearing screaming. People yeah. are probably fleeting to the front of the bus, so he pulls and over. And he's still just hacking away at our guy. Well, the bus driver, who was Jesus. named Bruce Martin. Come on, Bruce. He was pleading with Mr. Lee to stop fucking stabbing the so guy. So he was, I guess he was still Yeah, fucking so they, he, like, pulls over, people are, like, Flooding off the bus, and the bus driver's like, please, stop, what are you, please, you know, what are you doing, stop. And Lee just kept stabbing into Tim's, just at this point, lifeless body, and he didn't, he wouldn't stop, so the bus driver went and called 911. Sure. So, then there was a second bus uh-huh. that was trailing their bus, you know, it was another okay. Greyhound, obviously. Right. And the driver was Bernie something, that I can't print it. So it's Bernie, and who's our other guy? Bruce Martin was the... Bruce and Barney. And Bernie. Bruce was the Bruce first bus driver. Bernie is the second bad, driver. And he had been a driver for more than 35 years. So he sees that this bus is, you know, pulled off. Yeah. And he's like, I'm following along. Da, 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 da. And, and pull like, over, guys. Let's we'll see goes, what's going yeah. on. It's just probably like, fine. They just need a pee break. He calmly pulled over and just, like, got in front of the bus. Oh, no. He actually... Got, he went into the bus. No. And called out to the man, obviously who we know is Lee. It's Vincent Lee. Called out to him at the back of the bus who stopped hacking at our guy, which I hate even. Jesus. This poor dude. And just said, he just looked up at at this other bus driver and said, get emergency. While he's like, he's hacking. Get emergency. Get emergency. Fucking Jesus. What kind of dark I mean, the, this place, this dude was in a dark place, man. There was this one point where, I guess, Lee tried to maybe try to drive the bus away. So, this other bus driver, Bernie... Well, he, where's Bruce? They're all... Everybody's outside of the bus. Everybody's off the bus. And they were... Okay. I guess maybe he got in the front. Maybe they were worried he was going to drive it away. So, Bernie, the guy who has been a bus driver for 35 years, he opened up the engine... And disabled the bus so that he couldn't like drive away. Okay. He like disabled it. Yeah, Way to he was go, like, no, man. no, no. 
You're either in that bus or you're out here with us. You're not fucking driving away. You better fucking... Bernie, you better keep him on that bus. Bernie is a fucking Bernie's a G, dude. Bernie is a gem. G, and the G is for gem, son. Okay. Are you ready for this? I don't know, man. It gets worse. Okay. So, he then decapitated McLean. And he per- cut his head off. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Ugh. And paraded his lifeless head back and forth and up and down along the parked Greyhound's aisle. So he's in a bus. Everyone is outside the bus, and he's, like, showing his fucking he- mm-hmm. this poor man's head off. Because everybody's outside, just like, what is happening? What is Can happening? he get off of the bus? Well, I don't know if I get to that later, but there were other, there were other, the other bus drivers and people were like, kind of like guarding the doors with like weapons. So like, if you get off, we're going to fucking beat the fucking shit out of you. So he's kind of trying. I don't think he really even really wanted to get off because he was like in this manic, whatever. Jesus, I need a drink. Yeah. Well, <sighs> it gets worse. As if he thought it couldn't. So he's he's parading the dude's head around. He's got his head. He's yeah, cut his, his head off. Yeah, his head. Yeah. So he goes back to the body of Tim and opens his chest and tore out his organs. Ah, the fuck! He removed his heart, lungs, and liver and then ripped out What entrails. the fuck? Mm-hmm. I told you it got worse. This is the, this is worse than like, like, uh, fucking, uh, what's what, his name? Silent Rob Zombie. This is worse than like a Rob Zombie movie right now. That's... I'm pretty sure he's probably going to adapt but this you know, But you know what's movie. worse about it is the fact that it's, it's, it's real. real. Stranger this than happened. fiction, you can't make it up. This yeah, it's, you can't happened. make it up. Jesus uh, Christ. So yeah, he removed his heart, lungs, and liver, and then ripped out entrails. Oh my God. Every... That dude's poor. Family. I know. Oh my god, oh I know. my word. They don't, like, say it anywhere, but I think I read somewhere that Tim uh-huh. was, like, 19 or 20. He was very god, young. Man. Yeah, very, very young. Very young. Just a young dude figuring it out, and some yeah. guy had a mental breakdown. So and sad. Oh god. He was just a baby, young. Just a young uh, dude. Just trying to get home. Ugh. So, it gets worse. How? Well, let me just tell you. What? Yeah, just prepare yourself, okay? Okay. It's gonna get gory, guys, if you don't like it. Well, I didn't. As if it hasn't already. I didn't prepare you for the other gory shit, so. Right in, like, full view of everyone, you know, because he's on a bus, so everybody can see what he's doing. He digested Tim's eyes and part of his heart. Digested. Mm -hmm. He eats. Mm hmm. His eyes and his, his fucking heart. heart. And he then, ate his fucking no, wait. eyes not and a part of his heart. It's not over. Uh, okay. He cut off his Tim's nose, uh-huh. both of his ears, and like did some gross, like smelled them, and I'm not even gonna get into that. But what he, did he do? He well, he smelled them. Apparently, was like licking the blood from his fingers and shit Jesus. for people to see. This yeah. man had a fucking. It's bad. Huge break. Oh, my. And he had had plastic bags to store. Basically, he had fucking, like, Ziploc baggies in his fucking pocket to, like, store, like, pieces and Pieces shit. of a fucking human? Yeah. Fucking asshole, man. It's so bad. So, there can't, there's not much left of our guy. Okay, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. At 8.30 p.m., the RCMP, which is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. It's the Mounties, yeah. They'd... I mean, that just sounds like they aren't going to do 
anything. No, they're the fucking yeah. These guys are legit. It's just like and they just like ride up on their horses and they're like, "How can we help you?" We've got tall hats. Pharrell Williams likes our hats. We were giving him accents to like. I don't know. I didn't do anything even close to a Canadian accent. We've got syrup, eh? That was an Australian accent. No, a a. They say a. Yeah, eh? Canadian say Canadian, eh? Yeah, eh? Oh, yeah, we got Yeah, okay, we got coffee, eh? We got some syrup, eh? Yeah, Oh, yeah, I did the wrong Yeah, you're doing the wrong accent I did the Australian, eh? Yeah, well, no, that's the wrong A there. we're being disrespectful. Yeah, sorry about that, Jesus. We fucking... We are sorry. Come on. Anyway. These accents are fun. Accents are fun. They arrived to find Lee still on the bus, but he couldn't get out because, like I said, there were people... They locked his ass in. Well, they, they disabled the bus from being, him being able to drive away with it, but then there were people outside of the outside. bus with, like, weapons being like, you fucking come out here and you're going to get your ass fucking beat to death. Yeah, rightfully yeah. so. Other passengers were just, like, huddled on the side of the road, and a lot of them were crying and vomiting, sure. and it was just, yeah, I'm sure just a horrible bleh. By 9 p.m., police were in a standoff with him and had summoned special negotiators and a heavily armed tactical unit. At one point, the RCMP officers reportedly heard Lee say, I have to stay on the bus forever, Mm. which is weird. On July 31st, 2008, at 1.30 a.m., the suspect attempted to escape from the bus by breaking through a window. Homeboy was like, all right. I'm going to try to get I have to be on this bus forever or until I freak out and have to break out of a window. So he was shot with a taser, handcuffed, and placed in the back of a police cruiser. Lucky fuck. He should have gotten him. Oh, I know, right? So at 10 a.m., Greyhound representatives took the other passengers to a local store to replace their clothes, which had remained on the bus. You know, so like, yeah. And they arrived in Winnipeg at around 3.30 p.m. that day to be reunited with their family and friends. And I heard, read something else where it was like, they like reimbursed them for like, oh, your your laptop got splattered with blood and this and then here's a, this, a check for that. And this shit I read about like the reimbursements was really kind of fucked up. They just saw all this fucked up shit and they're like, here's well, a new laptop. We'll replace your clothes, eh? No, I went to Australia again. They're not in Australia. I'm sorry. What are you doing? Hi. (laughs) No. (laughs) Moving on. Okay. So that's the fucking background. Our guy, our other guy, it's all fucking fucked up. The murder happens. Blah. Okay. We got him in custody. I'm going to tell you about the trial. Okay. Okay. So his trial started on March 3rd, 2009. With him pleading not criminally responsible. <sighs> mm-hmm. That meant he accepted that the offense occurred, but he claimed that he was unable to form the necessary mental element of mens rea, which is mens rea. the yeah mens rea is the intention or knowledge of wrongdoing that constitutes. He seemed part like of the crime. he was in a very dark and bizarre place. Yeah. So like I right. could I. I could understand, like, an insane plea on this. The psychiatrist said that Lee performed the act because God's voice told him McLean was a force of evil and was about to execute him. Oh, no. Yeah, so he apparently thought he needed to kill Tim McLean because because McLean was going to execute him. No, I think he suffered a huge... I don't know, man. So the judge that was presiding over this case, who was John... 
Urfield. He accepted this, this diagnosis of what he pleaded and ruled that Lee was not criminally responsible for the killing and he was remanded what? to a mental institution. Ooh. Yeah. So he was put into the Selkirk Mental Health Center. Well, he obviously suffered a break, but still hit some. So just one little happens. like small thing that happened like at, before I get into what's going on with him. The week following the attacks, Greyhound, Canada, they announced that they were pulling a series of nationwide advertisements, which included the slogan, there's a reason you've never heard of bus rage. No. No, no, no. Isn't that terrible? Oh, what the worst PR ever, man. Isn't that funny how things work like that? You know, like, we have this great slogan, and then the worst thing that could ever happen They were like, happens. Frank, that is the best slogan we've ever You're had. You're getting a promotion. You're going to go work in the Florida office. You're going to have later, a great... You're fired. Two weeks later. Frank, God damn it! did you plan this? <laughs> you out. Get out. The stock plummeted. You're out of here. You'll never work in buses ever again. Did you plan bus rage? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's sad. Terrible it's all, stuff. It's, it's all very so sad. sad. Yeah. Oh, sorry. and we're back. So, May 30th, 2011, the CBC reported that Lee was responding well to his psychiatric treatment uh-huh. and that his doctor had recommended that he receive more freedoms phased in over several months. Okay, so his psychiatric psychiatric doctor is like, he's doing great. We should give him, like, uh-huh. some freedoms, eh? We should give him some freedoms, eh? <laughs> and over several months, eh? I, I don't know that we should be uh, making uh, the cultural references there, eh? Oh, I'm <laughs> just trying to do the accent, eh? I don't even know what accent. I feel like we're from Nebraska now, eh? Or I I don't even know. That's like, uh, what, oh, what the kill, what's that show? The murder. Dassey. Brandon Dassey. What is that? Uh, making a Murderer. Making a Murderer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I feel like that's what we're Manitowoc doing. County. Okay. On May 17th, 2012, okay. so about a year later, the National Post reported that Lee had been granted temporary passes that would allow him out of the mental health center for visits to the town of Selkirk, supervised by a nurse and peace officer. Hold up. So this guy slaughtered yes. a man on a bus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ripped out his entrails, ate his eyeballs and part of Did his heart. Did all kinds of fucked up shit. And and then went to a psychiatric. Has place. is getting and has released. And then in twenty, so he man. like he went to all like there was all this. Yes, all this fucking shit happened, and they were like, okay, he's not mentally whatever, right. and put him in a or mental institution, and then right. then he's getting this, and then he's getting that. In an interview, Lee spoke out for the first time saying that he began hearing the voice of God in 2004. Wait for it. Okay. And that he wanted to save the people from an alien attack. I bet they were reptilians. This is 2012. I bet they were reptilians, no, but listen, bruh. This is 2012. This is after his psych- his psychiatrist has been like, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. And, and this is the same year where they're like, yeah, he should probably be able to have supervised whatever. And he's released again into the world. No, he's not. No, no, no. No, I didn't say released. Granted temporary passes. Right. Into the world. Okay. But with supervision. Right. February 27th, 2014. 
the CBC reported that on March 6th, Lee would be allowed to have unsupervised visits to Selkirk starting at 30 minutes and expanding to full day trips. So straight up released. So since 2013, he was allowed to have supervised visits to Lockport, Winnipeg, and nearby beaches where he then relaxed. But Guy, cut up a dude on a bus is going to the beach? Yeah. From 2012 to 2013, Man. he was like supervised visits. And then in 2014, it changed over to, oh, unsupervised visits. On February 27, 2015, it was reported that Lee was given unsupervised day passes to visit Winnipeg so long as he carried a functioning cellular telephone. They're just like, he's good. Oh, Send cool. Him. No, you got it. You have a cell phone? Yeah. Oh, you have a cell phone. There's no way he's going to turn that off or run away or do something heinous. He's got a cell phone. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We don't need to supervise him. He has a cell phone. It's fine. He has a cell phone. Yeah, it's fine. He'll tag phone. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's so fucking stupid. That's 2015. Yeah. Ugh. May 8th, 2015, Lee would be granted passes to group homes in the community. Okay. Which means I think he was able to actually go, like, live in, like, a group home yeah. like, facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In February 2016, he had legally changed his name or, and was seeking to leave his group home to live independently. And he won the right to live alone in February 26th upon the recommendation of the Criminal Code Review Board. Hmm? On February 10th, 2017, the Manitoba Criminal Code Review Board ordered Lee to be discharged. Incredible. He was granted an absolute discharge and there were no legal obligations or restrictions pertaining He's to free as a bird. his independent living. He was gone. Out. Goodbye. Free as a bird. Remarkable. Crazy. Can you even fucking... I can't. No, I can't either. That's fucking nuts. And that's it. That's the end. He was clearly... Yeah. Mentally, going through some unstable, had schizophrenia, but it's just like I, it's this man who has a wife and and a family and has a degree and went to college, and then he gets on this Greyhound bus and just murders this guy in such a horrible way. That is a wild and sad story. You never heard about that, had you? No, I hadn't. No, no, it's crazy. Ah. So just to finish it off, I want to give you this. Q&A that I found. Okay. That happened in May of 2012. So he's, is he out? Is he out? The interview was actually conducted at the Selkirk Mental Health Center. Yeah, so he's still in the mental health center. Okay. And it was conducted by Chris Somerville. Somerville? CEO of the Schizophrenia Society of Canada. I'm just going to say question and tell you what the question is and give you the answer. All right. So that I can just like really knock it out. But I think it's really worth the time because it's so interesting. Let's do it. So, first question. Tell me about your background. He says, I'm a 44-year-old and grew up in northeastern China. My mother and father are still living. I have an older brother who is a businessman and a younger sister who is a secretary. They know about the Greyhound bus situation but my mother and father do not. Oh, shit. So his mom and dad don't even know. His parents don't even know that what he he did a very dark 
He like, says, my wife and I immigrated to Winnipeg, Canada in June 2001. I had studied as a computer engineer for four years in China, but I could not find a job in Canada. Then he says, I worked at McDonald's, Meatland Foods, and at Great Memorial Baptist Church. Which is probably where he met very, that. That's a varied resume right there. That's just like... He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. But he, I mean, he studied in computer engineer. For four it's not years, like he, he was, did his shit, yeah. Yeah. Next question. Do you have a spirituality? Mm-hmm. He says, I believe in Jesus Christ. He is my savior. I try to follow God. Wow, he's a Christian. Wow. Question. When did you begin to experience schizophrenia? He says, in 2004. I did... Oh, that was horrible. The dog just shit his pants so much that it scared him oh out of sleep. Oh my god, that first part was so bad. roaming around the room now. I, the, sm- the fragrance that's coming for us is probably Jesus just one of the worst face. things. Oh, there it is. It's like sour pork Oh my rinds. god. Yeah, it's hot, terrible. Okay. We need to we need to literally invest in like <clears throat> hazmat ga- like gas masks. Okay. They're so bad. So bad. It almost, it's it, like a burnt, it's like somebody tried to turn, a, there's not like, a sauerkraut into a firework. It's so <laughs> hard to explain. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> when did you begin to experience schizophrenia? He says, in 2004, I didn't know what it was. I now know what it is. I began to hear voices that normal people do not hear. I thought I heard the voice of God telling me to write down my journey. The voice told me that I was the third story of the Bible. Wow. That I was the second coming of Jesus. Shut the fuck up. I was to save... I mean, I don't mean to be insensitive, but man. It keeps going. I was to save people from a space alien attack. That is why I traveled around the country. I am not sure of all the places I went to. I now know... That it was schizophrenia I was suffering from. Holy. So he was just traveling the fuck around waiting for a space invasion. He just like literally. Well, yeah. I mean, all these things that he was experiencing. The reason that he murdered this guy was because he thought that God was talking to him. And he just didn't know that. I mean, he just. It's, It's weird to feel sympathy for like a dude that did what he did. You know what I mean? Like that's. No, I don't. Yeah. Next question. Why did you do what you did on the bus? He says, I bought a knife at Canadian Tire. I bought it for an emergency for the journey to protect myself from the aliens. I was really scared. I believed he was an alien. The voices told me to kill him. That he would kill me or others. I do not believe this now. I was totally wrong. It was my fault. I sinned, but it was the schizophrenia. Jesus Christ, man. Next question. What else do you remember about the incident? He says, I try to forget it. I try to stay busy here. It's painful to think about. Next question. How do you feel about what happened? I feel nervous. I feel painful. I'm embarrassed. It was wrong. I feel like appropriate things. Those are appropriate feelings to have when you disembowel a guy on a Greyhound Mm. bus and eat his organs and and stuff. Cut his head off and... Next question. Do you understand why people are scared of you? He says, yes. I don't think I will ever do it again. I didn't know at that time I had schizophrenia. 
now I do. So he's just blaming it all on the schizophrenia, which well, I maybe, get. Mental I mean, illness is totally something that sure, makes you do yeah. fucked up shit. You know, and if, I mean, if it's not if it's not treated. And he didn't have any resources, so he wouldn't have been able to have the kind of treatment. Yeah. You know, I think that is readily available to some folk with resources. So it's it's weird. It, it's weird to have a shift of the paradigm and kind of like be like, damn, you that was fucked up. But man, you're you're going through some things as well. You know, that's, that's yeah. interesting. What would you say to Tim McLean's family? Oh, fuck. I'm really sorry for what I did. If I could talk to her directly, I would do anything for their family. I would ask for forgiveness, but I know it would be hard to accept. Question, how has the time been at the Selkirk Mental Health Center? What's really interesting is that this is actually the topic from the next podcast to where there were actually aliens... And he was actually the second coming of right. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he says, I know that I suffer from schizophrenia. The treatment team gives me a chance to recover, to be normal. I'm glad to be taking the medication. Yeah. I don't know. It's like all of his like like answers just seem so... Schizophrenia, schizophrenia, schizophrenia. Yeah, and just so like... I feel bad that I did this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't. Well, it I mean, it's, so, it's an interview, know. and I mean, he wants to paint. I mean, you think you think he's? I, I would be trying to remove myself. I would be trying to elevate myself and remove myself from the situation. Yeah, so but be, I mean, I definitely think he's probably like a sociopath, or, and a lot of the times they right don't. It, it just seems like he's just being like, it was wrong. I am. I sorry. shouldn't have done it. It wasn't aliens. That. It was robots. I am now a robot. I, I have schizophrenia. I'm glad to be taking that medication. I mean, I, 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 that's the thing is like you're either gonna get one side of the coin or the other. Either that's exactly what happened, or that's a scapegoat to you know if he if he if he repeats his crimes, and eats another dude's parts yeah, okay, and well, stuff. You know, like, let me just like continue with sorry. the rest of this. No, 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 it's okay because it just he's just like this. This interview is just so weird to me. Next question is, do you think you're getting better? And he said, yes. My thinking is becoming normal. I don't think weird things. I take my medication, Olanzapine, Olanzapine, every day. I'm glad to take it. I don't have any weird voices anymore. Wow. One of those How do we know you will take your medication when you get out on your own? That's the question. That's a good question. That's a really would, fucking good question. I would be glad to be under a treatment order because medication helps me. It is very important. I don't want to do what I did ever again. Just like, I don't know. Next question. How does it make you feel that most people do not think you should get a pass to walk around in Selkirk? Do you understand their fear? I understand people are scared because of my behavior on the Greyhound bus. I'm not at risk for anybody. I don't believe in aliens. I don't hear voices. I would call my doctor if I heard voices again. Yes. I understand their fear. Yeah. Some say the RCMP should have killed you that night. He says, I should have been killed at that time. Wow. I still believe that. But I'm thankful that the RCMP didn't. Jeez, that's heavy. Like, he's like, I did deserve to die. He wanted to. I mean, even, you remember, like, even after that, he was like, kill me. Like, I don't deserve to, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I yeah. feel like he was going through some serious, like, some mental anguish we can't, well, obviously. can't believe, you can't obviously. fathom, you know, yeah. They ask, what is schizophrenia? What are you learning? He says, it is hearing voices or having delusions. You don't know what is real. I need to take medication on time. I also have to do 
meaningful activity, something to do. I have to learn how to handle stress. Wow. They said, what helps you deal with stress? He said, taking my medication, exercising, and doing Bible study with the chaplain here. Yeah. Gives him purpose. Yeah. It's just, it's so like... I think it's impor- important. It just impor- feels like for all of the things that when you, when if you were to put somebody in a place for that, they'd be like, you need to find things to help you deal with your stress. You need to take yeah. your medication. Yeah. You need to do, it just feels like he's just like regurgitating the things that they're telling him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's memorized the yeah. things that they told him to cope and he's just spitting it back out. That's what it feels like to well, me. Well, hey, fake it till you make it or whatever works, you know? Ugh. Well, he's out now, so that fucking so freaks it, me out. So it worked. Uh, next question, do you have side effects from the medication? He says, yes, I sleep too much, I feel tired a lot, and I've gained some weight. Got, a little, got feeling a little lethargic. Do you believe you should be under a treatment order? He says, I should be here. I should be under a treatment order. So he knows he's, he knows the, 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 know, the, the potential danger now, that just he, he is. Out. Next question, if you ever got out of the Selkirk Mental Health Center... What would you do? Which is, you know, this is before he's I'd, pro- I'd probably take a uh, Greyhound out to Oklahoma. He should never. He's ne- uh, he's should, he better be barred. I fucking hope he's banned from Greyhounds. Jesus Christ. He says, I hope to leave one day, but I have to make sure it wouldn't happen again. That there would be no voices. I would change my name to be anonymous, which he did. He changed his name uh. after he got out of there. But I would still be in touch with my doctor. It just feels like he's saying everything he's supposed to say. It feels or, I mean, so, or maybe he's oh, fucking shook. I know, shook, but it just like, feels so scripted. Like, it's like he I would knows take he my medication. Like, I would call my doctor. If I got out and I heard voices, I would call my doctor. Like, it's everything well, maybe, they're telling him that he needs to do or that what he should do. And it just feels so weird Well, to me. maybe that's what helped him. Is getting that regimen of just being like I I cannot be trusted like I, I need know. to be aware of that I think it's I think it's inter- I think I think it's interesting to say the least I it's think it feels like the way that he's saying it just feels very like he's not like oh my god I don't know if I heard if I felt like I was having that urge again I would you know I wonder what language he said it in I wonder what language he was asked these questions in oh well yeah because maybe there's a little bit of a trans like we're just getting the, the like the bare bones translation of what he's saying where there could have been emphasis or you know, kind of thoughts or, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, I think it's empathy pretty... or whatever in his, in his, in his tones or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't fuck. I don't fucking speak Chinese. Next question. What do you think of Tim's law that any mentally insane person who kills someone would never be released? Ooh. He said, I don't think so. That, that should happen. Mental illness is an illness. It is treatable. My schizophrenia is not the real me, but it is an illness. Mm-hmm. Which, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like mental illness totally needs to be treated as yeah. a like. I agree, and I think we still have a long and, way to go. Oh my in gosh, to totally. Shit out, you know, and I think it's. And I'm. We have a lot to do. When with I humans. say like when I'm saying that, I feel like he's very being very like ro- like robotic and just like spitting back. That just for me just feels like. I don't know that he has recovered or he's where he needs to be because I just feel like he's like spitting back the same things that you hear doctors uh-huh. say is the only reason I say that. But mental illness is a, an issue and oh my God, it should be treated. and For sure. To, yeah. Ugh, ugh. So next question, how would you know you were getting sick again? Just a weird way to work. Well, so, but it's still a good yeah. question. 
He said, hearing voices. I would just like to get, I would feel like I'd want to go on a U.S. tour on a Greyhound yeah. bus. You know, I think I. I really feel like I want to go on a I'd Greyhound I'd just get bus. real chavy on a Greyhound bus. That's a pretty good indication. He said, hearing voices, stopping my medication, and starting to believe in aliens. God would not tell me to do something bad. Yeah. Heady. And then they ask, how do you feel about what you were reading in the newspapers? He says, I don't read the papers because I don't want to be reminded of what happened on the Greyhound because it was so bad and so wrong. But you did it. Blah. And then they said, are you happy? He said, no. Will you ever be happy? He says, no. I can never forget the Greyhound bus. Ugh. And they said, any final words? This is the last question. Oh, jeez. Hail the reptilian overlords, Morty! Yeah, right. I would like to say to Tim McLean's mother, I'm sorry for killing your son. I'm sorry for the pain I have caused. I wish I could reduce that pain. Damn. I just thought that was like such a such an interesting interview. It's very introspective. Like I think it really kind of puts a spotlight on him as an individual, whereas we're heard, yeah. you were hearing the uh, the rest of the story from Ugh. you know an outside perspective. It's just so, so crazy. That story is just so crazy and yeah sad and brutal and oh my god and yeah and i know you guys are probably wondering you guys you're at an hour you've only told one story are you still listening that's true we did go for an hour with one story but yeah that's because this is gonna be a two-parter yeah yeah so we're gonna release this one and then tom's episode well, not we, Tom, our, our other episode. Our, yeah, or the my, second yeah. part is going to be released soon. The next day. We're going to give you this, and then we're going to give you the next one. Yeah, absolutely. So Because I don't know what he's going to talk about. He doesn't know what I'm going to talk about. And we don't know how long it's going to run. Sometimes it goes a little long, and so sometimes it's going to be... Sometimes we like to talk. And well, and we sometimes it's just it, going to be a two-parter, because yeah. just with this story, there was just so much, and then with Tom's, but you're gonna get soon it's just you know there's just so there's a lot and yeah. we want to give you everything that we can and make it as interesting as we can and not leave out a whole bunch so for sure yeah absolutely and so thank you all for listening thank and you so much. Uh, you know feel free to leave us a review on itunes uh go check our website out we drink and we know things.com follow, follow us, us on, on instagram yeah, facebook absolutely. twitter Give us your feedback. Give us yeah. your thoughts. Give yeah. us your comments. Let us know if we fuck some shit up. Because we'll... Email us. Whatever. It. Yeah. Uh, link to our email on our website as well. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye!